Mike. It's your boy Quan, and I'm joined with the homies Sylvan and Cooley, and this is Wrestling with the Homies. Now, yeah. should I say, guess who's back, or should I say, finally? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Y'all know what it is, but first off, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Y'all talked all that trash last episode. Y'all Ooh. called him a liar, but you know, it looked like he wasn't lying this time. But before we get into all of that, fellas, why y'all got me up so early, man? What's going on? Hey, <laughs> it's cold man. outside. <laughs> I got crust in my eyes. What's going on? Why we up so early, man? Look, man, for, 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 for further context for all our audiences, we, we usually get up at a certain time and record this podcast. Today, it is 8 a.m., which is a fairly, this is a fairly decent time to wake up. You know what I mean? People be waking up at like 4 a.m., 5 a.m., you know what I mean? Right. Well, I don't be doing that, but, you know, people be doing that. But we are early to support the homie Jonathan, who's got his own art show gallery in San Diego uh, today. We're going to go out there and support the homie. So, yes, you know, me and Cooley going to be rocking out, hitting up to San Diego. So, we got to we gotta wake up early and, and, yeah, man. and do this pod and get get on a road and beat that that ridiculous California traffic. You feel me? Yes, I'm sir. up with Shout no coffee, man. Yeah, man. I, I, got, I got my smart water like always. No. <laughs> shout, out to, <laughs> shout out to Jonathan, though, man. When, when Jonathan see this, he going to go crazy because he had no idea we was going to mention him on this podcast. So shout out to yeah, our boy, Jonathan. Yeah, man. Shout out to our boy. Yeah, shout out to the game. Question. Have any of y'all been approached about this podcast in real life, like offline? By um, you don't know? No, just by like homies and shit. Oh, um, yeah, look, for I was, sure. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Look, <laughs> man, I got a for story sure. for y'all. I got a story for y'all. So I was at work the other day, right? I'm at work, and a homie comes up to me, and he's like, hey, Quan, you have a wrestling podcast. I saw it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't know you liked wrestling. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, isn't it fake? <laughs> Bruh. Isn't it fake? Isn't it fake? Oh, brother. The Listen, most. Man. <sighs> Listen, if you out there. I need y'all to understand one thing. We understand that this is fake. This is fantasy. It's not real life. That's the reason we watch. We're three black guys from poverty, the ghetto. <laughs> I'm talking, look, man, I'm talking can't sleep at night because it was helicopters in the sky, police helicopters every night. So it's like, yeah, growing up, I needed to escape that reality. So I would, I would watch wrestling and lose myself in that fantasy every Monday, every Thursday, because that's what SmackDown used to come on, on Thursday. If you, if you know, you know. SmackDown used to be yep. a Thursday night thing, not a Friday night. Yeah, sure. So, like, yes, sir. yeah, for a couple hours, we would tap in. We would lose ourselves in that fantasy world of wrestling. Then we get back to reality. And as an adult, I do the same thing. Like, yeah, I, like, I sell shoes all day. I'm, I'm the shoe man. Some people call me the plug. But. When I'm home and I'm finally home and I just want to rest, yeah, I lose myself in this fantasy world of wrestling. So please don't approach me saying that, oh, don't you know it's fake? Because we know. Trust me, we know it's fake. That's the reason we watch it. It's entertainment. Why why are people so obsessed with reminding wrestling fans that it's fake? Like, I don't. I I don't understand. Why do they say it like, like you don't know? Like as if like yeah, you just like, have no idea. Like like you do bro, know. It's like it's common sense. That's like man. a go- that's like approaching someone like yo, you just saw the new, the new Avengers movie, right? But you know it's fake, right? Like Spider Man ain't really saving the day. Like it's fake. 
brother. Duh. Duh. So shout out to the homie at work, but listen. <laughs> don't come at me like that again. Put him on blast. Look, I'm going to have to rock bottom you next time you come at me talking about wrestling is fake. We know. We know. It's still real end? to me, Dad. Remember that? <laughs> remember that? It's still real to me, goddammit. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry for that little tangent. That, that was completely unplanned. I just had to get that out because, bruh. Bruh, I ain't gonna lie, that's, that's an annoying question, man. That's annoying, like, bro. Don't ask me that. But listen, we we on the podcast now, so we open ourselves up to that. Because I wasn't too open about my love for wrestling. Like, if you was close to me, you knew. But people from the outside, they ain't really know I was into it like this. So we open ourselves up to that for now. So we kind of we kind of got to rock with it. You feel me? I feel like I've been getting like a lot of support because I've been really vocal about how much I love wrestling and um. I don't know, man. You come to me and ask me something like, oh, you do know it's fake. I might fight you. I ain't going to hold you, man. Cause, like, <laughs> I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, bro, you're not about to just come to me and try to like, you're not going to come to a wrestling fan and try to inform me on a product that I religiously watch. Like, you're not about to do that, bro, unless you really about that life. Like, you ain't about to come to me and ask me some questions like that, man. Like, I, I, I ain't got the time for it, bro. I be feeling like high key offended. Like, what do you like? Right. Right. Like, why are you, like, what? Like, you insult my intelligence, bro? Like, and I gotta, the thing you know, is, that's just me, though, man. But no, the thing is, like, I can tell they don't mean nothing by it. Like, they, like, when they're saying, oh, you know, it's fake, right? Like, they're not trying to be disrespectful. They just, they, they genuinely just don't know what this world is about. So I get it. I don't hold it against them. But future reference, PSA, please don't approach wrestling fans telling them it's fake because we know. We know. Sure enough, dude. Let us enjoy the ride, man. Just let us enjoy they, the ride. They probably speaking from when they used to watch it too, so they probably come up yeah. from the perspective of like, oh, I found out it was fake, so I stopped watching, and so they probably think that anybody that grew up that still watches it is like them and just doesn't know. And it's like, nah, bro, we know, we we understand. Right. Like we just Trust me. we just bought we in. Know. We <laughs> like, know we bought in, bro. <laughs> we bought in, baby. Trust me, we know it's fake. We know it's fake, but. Anyway, hey, wait, wait. Y'all before, ready to before, talk this wrestling? What's no, up? No, before we move on, uh, you say you the plug, right? So let's have some <laughs> kicks, man. Like, my, my closet looking kind of crazy, bro. <laughs> Come on, no act like I ain't supplied both of y'all with kicks before. Y'all know what it is, man. Nah, y'all know what it is. Quan recently, you you recently though announced to the group chat that you have a, a plethora of items that are that are available for. Us. Oh yeah, and I haven't seen none of that. I'm, I'm not. I, I don't want to <laughs> ask. I haven't seen none of that. At least that batch. I, I can't sit here and say I've never gotten anything from Quan. I've gotten a lot of things from Quan, but from that batch specifically, I haven't gotten. Look, anything. I look. Just look. You know. You know where I live. You know the crib. Pull up, man. Pull up. Come you know through. The come through. Go hey, through the right. closet. I don't even know why I'm asking. Like, come on, man. y'all know. Y'all know. Y'all got first dibs, baby. We on a podcast together, so y'all got first dibs. <laughs> I don't know why I'm acting like I don't know where Quan lives. Like y'all might just pull up, be like, "Yo, what's up? What you got, y'all?" Now. Y'all ready to talk some wrestling, man? Man. Let's get into it, man. Let's get into it, man. So, <sighs> last week, last week my brother sat here and they rolled their eyes. They scoffed at The Rock, mentioning that, you know, I might be down to return for WrestleMania 40. I might pop up. They, they, they thought he was lying. They said he was a liar. Well, apparently, he wasn't lying because that very same night, the Rock made his triumphant return to WWE. First off, how do we feel about this segment? I thought Austin Theory did his thing. 
Austin Theory definitely held his own. Like, he's been doing his thing all year with all these legends, man. Like, it's insane to see him, you know, grow. Um, what I do love about this return is it was kind of unplanned. Like, I feel like some people probably knew because of right. he was on his um on the show with Pat. But some people really didn't know. So Denver got a hell of a surprise. And it kind of reminded me of that old school moment where we didn't really have too much internet and if somebody pops up they pop up it's like oh snap so that's what the right. rock did and i mean it was dope. it wasn't it wasn't announced it, it wasn't announced yeah. it was kind of teased a little bit like a couple hours before the show but none of us really thought that the rock was gonna pop back up nah. he, he popped up and he had a dope segment with austin theory and he got active he got physical like the yeah. rock got this is the first time we've seen the rock get physical in the wwe wwe ring in a long time like he rock bottomed Austin Theory hit them, hit him with the people's elbow. Sylvan, what did you think of this segment, man? First and foremost, first and foremost, I want to give my props to Austin Theory. Yes, sir. What yeah, a performance, man. my guy. Yes, you sir. held your own against the great one. And a lot of people right. can't do that, man. You did fantastic. How you were handling his promos. At a certain point, I was like, yo, is, is Theory? <laughs> Theory I say one. I'm not I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. Look, but you know, Theory was hanging he was hanging pretty close to the to the to the great one, man. You know, on the mic. I was like, all right, you know? So, yo. you know, shouts to Austin Theory, man. Um as far as the rock goes, I mean I very much enjoyed him being at SmackDown. I think it was really cool. It was definitely a surprise to me, but at the same time. Um, I knew it was. I know it was a surprise to Denver. I know Denver was probably like, "Yeah, we about to pull up and just have a." How did Denver get that? <laughs> not L.A., not New York. Denver. Well, you know, it is the Wait. first. So, all right, it is the first SmackDown of the Endeavor and WWE official partnership. So, of course, they true. wanted to come out with a bang. And what better way to start a bang than with the biggest star in the fucking world, The Rock? So, right. I mean. Kudos to the Rock. I still don't believe you're gonna be at WrestleMania. But it was, but it was great to see you return, Rock. It was great. If we talking about WrestleMania, my brother, we gotta really get into it. Cause look, fellas, I don't know how y'all gonna feel about what I'm about to say, but after seeing that Rock appearance this Friday, I am willing to step out and say we need to see Roman Reigns versus The Rock at WrestleMania 40. Oh, we need it. We got a needer. We got a needer need need right now. You know me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You in know Philly? Me. You know me. You know me. In Philly. I don't like using the word need. I'm need more of a, look, like, if you want it, just say you want it. Don't say we need it because need is, we we misuse that. We, we, we mistake the things that we want with things that we need. Like, I feel, I truly feel that way. But when it comes to this Rock situation, I feel like as wrestling fans, we need this. As the WWE needs this. And I can explain it. I can explain it. I got three reasons why. Three. I got three. Look, that rock return did 103 million views in just the first three days. I don't know what it's at now. 103 million views. Now, look, I know we all love Cody Rhodes and we want to see him finish his story over there. Cody Rhodes ain't doing 103 million views. We all love L.A. Knight and what he's doing. He's skyrocketing to the top right now. L.A. Knight's not doing 103 million views. This is box office. This is the biggest box office match that the WWE can make. And we all know WWE is about that paper. This is a business at the end of the day. That's the biggest match they can make. So we need that. That's reason number one. Reason number two, it makes the most sense. 
this bloodline angle has been about family from day one. We all know what the bloodline is. It's the NOI family. The bloodline was started when, when Roman Reigns came back and he 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 claimed his 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 rightful rightful space as the head of the table in the NOI family. He put Jay Uso in his place, he put Jimmy in his place. Now we did go on some little side quests, now I'm saying we had the little Sami Zayn joint, we had the Cody Rhodes joint, but we we brought it back around when Jimmy and Jay finally challenged Roman for his spot at head of the table. Now, we can't have a family-oriented storyline without the most famous, the most popular, the biggest member of that family. It just wouldn't make sense without The Rock being involved. It's like having a storyline about the Flair family between Charlotte Flair, David Flair, and like whoever else, but not including Ric Flair. It just it don't make sense. We need The Rock involved in this storyline. But the main reason why we need this, not want, we need this, is because it's the only true dream match that's still possible in wrestling. Because think about it. How many dream matches, and this is a real dream match, by the way. I'm not talking about that Tony Khan version of a dream match where it's just a dope guy from New Japan versus a dope guy from AEW. That's not a dream match. I'm sorry. It's a dream match. We know what a dream match is. A dream match is Sting versus Undertaker. (laughs) Cool. But we never getting that. We never getting that because Sting is an AEW and Undertaker retired. A dream match is... AJ Styles versus Shawn Michaels. We're never going to get that because Shawn Michaels is retired. A dream match is Kurt Angle versus Brian Danielson. Of course, Kurt Angle can barely walk these days, and Brian Danielson is over in AEW, so we're never going to get that. And what's the last one that everybody wanted to see? Stone Cold Steve Austin and who? CM Punk? Who? I don't know. It might be possible. It might not be. But last time I checked, CM Punk was like Tommy from Martin. He ain't got a job. He don't work nowhere. And we know Steve Austin. He came out of retirement. He did his thing with KO. But that wasn't a dream match. That was Kevin Owens. We know what it is. So at the end of the day, The Rock versus Roman Reigns is the last dream match that's really possible in professional wrestling. And if we don't get it now, we might never get it. How we know the, the Rock is about, getting up there. How old is The Rock? 56, 57? The Rock is <laughs> I'm a, I'm a right now. <laughs> the I Rock got to be up there. How old is The Rock? How old is The Rock? He's 51. I think he's 51 50. or 52. The Rock is 51 years old. How All much right, longer a, can he, he go? He's in the second wave of his, his, his life. Come on, man. If we don't get yeah. The Rock versus Roman now, we may never get it. We all know Roman Reigns That's is true. on his way out. He's preparing for Hollywood. I give Roman Reigns maybe two more years before he out of there. So at this point, if we don't get this match... Then it's just gonna be, you know what it's gonna be? It's gonna be Mike Tyson versus Muhammad Ali. It's gonna be one of those what if matches for the rest of our lives. Do we really want that? Do you really want this to be a what if in a hundred years? Nah, we need that now before we before it's too late. We need this. That's my TED talk. <laughs> I don't know how you brothers feel about this, but I feel like we need this. <sighs> I mean, I was saying that last year, and he let me down. It's it, it, it's like when you when you're finally about to meet your dad for the first time in your life, man. You know? <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> and he said he's around the corner. He just he, he just never comes. You know? I, I that's shout what out. happened to me last year, bro. Shout out to shout out to all the black dads out there, all the beautiful black fathers out oh, there taking care of their kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Shout out to all of them. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. It's just, it, it never happened, and it really tore me into pieces. Like, I love The Rock, bro. I grew up on the people's champ, and I just, I felt like Hollywood was just the perfect story. Like, what are we talking about? But, I mean, I'm a Cowboys fan, but shout out to Philly if, if they get it. I mean, cool. 
But do we really need it right now? If not now, then when? Time is running out, my brother. <sighs> Fifty years old. Yeah, you know. I don't 50? know, man. I feel like fifty for the Rock is like thirty. I feel like he can do anything <laughs> forever. You know, that's, that's just how them, I feel that's about them the Rock. steroids. <laughs> that's some steroids, my oh. brother. Yo, look at Ric Flair, man. Man, wrestle till he's seventy-eight. Yeah, Harold yeah. Is. Yeah. Silver, tell me something. Do we need this match? Do we need this, or am I just being extra? Am I am I am I just on a Rock high right now? <laughs> no, Pause man, look, high. Not, you know, rock not high. that type of rock now. Hey, I'm on a rock high, baby. Whoa. <laughs> look, man, um, I love The Rock. I love The Rock. I mean, mm-hmm. Miami, that's a thing. You know, me being from Miami, him being from Miami, like, that's my guy. Like, I, I, bro, I bought, I bought Wyclef's album because... It doesn't matter. Wait, 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 wow. wait, Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're bro. not gonna let you skate past yeah, that. Yeah, bro. I you bought, bought the rock wow. white clef. It doesn't matter. I bought that. I bought that. I, My bro, I bought that. First off, this. I bought that album. I think it was the the was it the carnival? Was it? It was I the carnival. It, it was the carnival. I bought the carnival album solely because of that single. I used to love wow. that single. I used to love seeing the rock. It doesn't matter. I got 20 Benzies and a big Benzies. Hey. It doesn't matter. Oh, man. Bro, I you a sick that individual, album. man. You are a sick man for buying that. You are a very sick album. Bro, and it had and it had that it had that stripper song that nobody talks about. I think it had 911 on there. Two. Okay, nine one one. I'll give you that. Classic, classic album. Please call nine one one one. Yeah, it's a classic Cowboy album. White I said. bought, I bought That's that awesome. album because of the Rock, man. I would have loved him to be at WrestleMania thirty nine. Him, I mean, man, versus Roman at the peak of the Bloodline storyline. Because like, let's oh. just call it a spade a spade. The, we have already. I, I believe, and this is another. This is another topic but i believe we've already witnessed the peak of the storyline of the bloodline but that's just me that's just how i feel so oh, no, I, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm still laughing at you calling that white clef album classic <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic come on man yo why clef don't guy give enough, said don't give props man a classic album what makes that album classic because the yo, rock was on it to, come on yo man put, all right see now all right let me pull up the album Oh no! Don't do oh, that. That's like, please that's don't like do that. Please don't do that. that. Pull up the and ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, if you are familiar with Sylvan Lequeux, we got what? Look, this Yo. is my friend. This is my friend. This man is an incredible lyricist. He's an incredible artist. He's an incredible rapper. This man is calling this Wyclef album classic because it has the rock on it. <laughs> that's insane. I'm. <laughs> All right, it wasn't. It was on the eclectic. It wasn't on the carnival. The eclectic or whatever. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't carnival. Carnival is a is a classic. But you know, eclectic has some records on it. You know, it's a double album, so it's definitely not a classic. But it's got some joints. It got. It doesn't (laughs) matter. It's got nine one one, something about Mary. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, man. It has some joints. Add some joints. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Get back. Get back to what you were saying. We we scaring the hoes right now with this white cleft conversation. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm bad. My bad. I'm sorry. Everybody out there, my bad. Yeah, we 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 sorry. We sorry. But look, I I, I of course I want to see The Rock at WrestleMania 40. Of course I do. I mean, look, I I like the <laughs> I, I like the idea of, of having like WrestleMania 40, the Big Four O, The Rock versus Roman. It's incredible. You know what I mean? Like I want to see that. 
Am I going to see it? No. Of course I'm not going to see it. You know why I'm not going to see it? Because The Rock is a liar. He's a liar. Oh, my God. Not and you know again. what? I'm going to take it a step further. The Rock, as much as I love you, brother, you are a fame whore, bro. You're a fame whore. <laughs> and the reason why you were at oh, that show was because, number one, you had nothing else to do. Because we know what's going on with the strike. Yeah. Number two, it was a favor from it was a favor from Vince. I'm pretty sure Vince called you and was like, yo, the first show of our Endeavor deal is on a SmackDown. It's your show. We named this show after you. You ain't got nothing going on. You ain't not got nothing to do. Pull up. <laughs> show some love. Give my little man Austin Theory, you know, the rub of a lifetime. I like this guy. I want to make him the next you. All right, all right. I'll show up for you, Vince. That's it. <laughs> That's all it's going to be, bro. And number three, as far as I'm concerned, if The Rock was smart, and I feel like I'm bashing the bloodline, but if The Rock was smart, doing this right now. if The Rock was smart, he, he'd stay far away from this bloodline story because it's about to crash your burn. <laughs> I don't, I have no faith <laughs> in what's been happening recently. Cool. I think this thing inning. sucks. We're in the third inning. If this is the third inning, then this this plane is on its way to a crash and burn because this storyline is taking a turn for the absolute worst. I don't know where it's going. I cool. still have faith, but the peak of this storyline was last year, bro. I need, Why I'm get Cooley, it now? I, I'm gonna need Cooley to document no, no, no. everything that Sylvan is saying right now. Cooley, make sure you document all look, this. Look, look, I'm, I promise I'm taking, you. I'm taking notes. Months? I'm taking notes. Take, look, if the, rock, look if the rock if the rock pulls man, up at, gonna sound a lot different. If the rock pulls up at WrestleMania 40, bro, I'm going to be the first one on my feet celebrating. I'm a fickle man. You can't trust anything hey. I say. You <laughs> know what I mean? So that's just, we you know, we wrestling fans. We, 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 we wrestling fans, man. <laughs> but I don't believe him. I don't believe that we're going to get that. And because I don't believe it, I don't want to get excited about it. And because I don't want to get excited about, excited about it, I don't want to agree with you, Quan, that we need this. Because that would mean that I would have to that. anticipate it and hope for it. And I already yeah, I did wanna... that last year. I did yeah. that last year, bro. <laughs> and I had my heart broken. Bro, do you understand you, Quan? Me Cooley, I mean you Cooley and me <laughs> were at WrestleMania 39, all different sections, separately sitting from apart from one another. Because we, we weren't even the homies at the time. We were just homeboys <laughs> watching. <laughs> and we and we had this one dream to see The Rock at 39. We didn't get it. We knew we weren't gonna get it. We were disappointed then. And then we had to watch Cody lose, bro. Thank God. Thank you, God, by the I way. mean, thank God. Thank God but in the way. moment, it hurt. It hurt. It you did. were in that arena pissed off, dog. The last thing I want to do is invest into The Rock. Man, I don't even want to. I don't even want to say the sentence. I just feel like I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm reliving all that pain. <laughs> like, like, that was some like pain, getting excited man. again until I see until I see him come out as Survivor Series or. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm just I don't afraid, know. man. I'm just afraid that this is going to end up being LeBron James versus Michael Jordan. It's going to be a what if that we never got. And we had the chance to see it. And we missed it. it. We fumbled suck, it. This would be a great disservice. I mean, that's true. It could suck. But I mean, look, The Rock versus Hogan sucked. Like, technically, from a technical standpoint, they didn't go in that ring and tear it down. But you know what it was? It was such a large spectacle moment that we didn't care that it sucked. 
the I mean, crowd like, cheered for like ten minutes. If Roman Reigns and The Rock stand across each other from in that ring oh, in wrestling gear, yeah. do you realize that that crowd is gonna be chanting "Holy ish, holy," and yeah. like this is, uh, bro, it's gonna take them like twenty minutes to get started because the crowd is just gonna be on the high. I mean, we I need agree. that. We need. I agree. That. I, I don't. I don't disagree with you, Quan. I just think. I just think The Rock. I just don't fuck with The Rock right now, man. Sneak Come on, fucking, man. Language, brother. My, Language, my brother. I'm sorry, man. I know I'm it's sorry. 8 a.m., <laughs> but, but man. This is, what, this is what this topic does to me, bro. Like, I don't, I, you don't understand, bro. Like, we all grew up watching this guy, man. We Facts. all anticipated this match for, we've been anticipating, uh, anticipating this match for like two years, dog. And they right. teased it to us. They teased it to us. And now you want me to get excited again? Right, you know what I mean? Like, bro, I hate, like I don't know, man. He put it in his show, bro. On his show, bro. On Young in Rock, Young Come Rock, on, man. It was in there. It was and in there. Said, on, and you know, what else he said, he said, "Yo, it was locked in." You know, it was locked yeah. in. And WrestleMania 39, <laughs> it was locked in, bro. You know, we had it. We did sounded like kind of like Hulk Hogan. I'm in a toxic relationship with this guy at this point. I, I'm just like I'm with a pause. It's like I'm with a girl that I know is bad for me, but I keep going back to. All right, I keep thinking hey, maybe there, she's brother. gonna change. Maybe she's gonna do something different. Maybe she will respect me for who I am. And it's changes. not the truth. It never changes. And it, never nah. changes. it never changes. And honestly, you know what? Look. <laughs> cool, go ahead. Huh? No, I was gonna. Okay. I was gonna say. I'm about to say some dumb shit. <laughs> no, I was gonna say it's hilarious how Sylvan called the Rock a fame whore because we all know why he was really in Colorado that night. Mm-hmm. What he that was day. in there for that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Coach Prime, shout out Coach Prime. Coach Prime, shout out to Deion. What are we Sanders talking about? Staying over Come in Colorado, on, man. man. That's why the Rock was. We, I was we know why he was in Colorado. It's and funny you said that, Cooley. Yeah, them promos ain't even hitting like that anymore, dog. They ain't even hitting like that. Nah, that promo hitting was like hitting. that. That promo yeah, was, was hitting. hitting. It was hitting. And shout out to Austin <laughs> Theory because, like it Silver said, Austin Theory, we lose faith in Austin Theory sometimes because his, his, I would say his customer. Oh, my God. See, this is this is working too much, man. I was about to say his customer. His character is getting stale. And a lot of times his matches kind of just be whatever. So we kind of lose faith in Austin Theory sometimes. But when Austin Theory was in there with The Rock, it reminded me, like, you know what? This dude really is the future. Like he really does have a huge place in this business. He's the future, we man. We gonna see it slow. I'm not gonna lie, sure. man. That that Austin Theory rub that that might have that might have turned the page for me on Austin, man. Right? Because just from a promo standpoint alone, like I mean, I always thought Theory was like decent on the mic at best, but the way he held himself together with The Rock was like, oh. Guy. He told The Rock, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, said, I, was oh. like, I said, whoa. whoa. I, was like, <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anybody do that except for like Mick Foley. Right. Like, <laughs> Shout out to Mick Foley. That's another all-star. <laughs> mentioned all the all-stars today. Mick Foley, now, man. Hey, man. Now, look. Y'all know I want The Rock to come back. I want him to wrestle Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40. Y'all two don't seem like y'all believe that he's going to because y'all think that The Rock is a liar and he busy with other stuff and his writer strike might be in it. But we want to hear from y'all, man. Let us know down below. Do you think The Rock should return and face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40? Or should we just drop this pipe dream and let it go? Let us know something. Now, we got The Rock out the way. What you got for us today, Sylvan? Let's talk about something that's on your heart. Look, man, speaking of The Rock versus Roman Reigns and uh, <sighs> trying to highly anticipate 
that they will be facing one another at WrestleMania 40 for the universal title, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I want to talk about a tweet that was sent to our illustrious group chat from our lovely leader, Quan, who... Hmm, I send a lot of tweets. Which one? Yeah, you do. You do send a lot of <laughs> tweets, man. I'm, this the, one, I'm, the, I'm the screenshot king. That's baby. right. But there was this, <clears throat> there was this tweet about. I think it was like unpopular opinion. So you know, on Twitter or I me, mean, well, on X. <laughs> like, what do you even call a? What do you call a tweet anymore? You call it an X? An X? A Z? A X? Z? I don't got know. too many X's, Z. man. <laughs> I don't need more. <laughs> she. Anyways, on Twitter, on Twitter, there was a. There, you know, they have those unpopular opinions or like, you know, where they have to do with like hundred swords at his neck or whatever. Yeah, I know it's exactly like, what tweet you're talking about. Yeah, state your popular opinion. And the mm. tweets, the tweet that Quan <clears throat> placed into the group chat was it alluded to something of fans want fans have made can... Cody's story about beating Roman Reigns more than it has been about winning the title. Yeah. Is that the mm. basically that's that what was it was, right? That, that was a tweet. tweet. Right. And so my initial response was false narrative. I said false narrative, false narrative, because I remember when Cody said that <clears throat> in order for him to fulfill his story, he would have to win the universal title. Right? That was that was just it. Like he when they mentioned the world heavyweight title with Seth Rollins uh at a I think it was at a media scrum. With um, I, th- I want to say it was for. I don't know what pay per view it was for. I can't remember. But somebody brought it up and said, "Hey, would finishing your story basically would would winning the world heavyweight title against Seth Rollins mean?" I think that was you know that might have been after one of them Saudi Arabia shows. Yeah, like it might have been Jewel or something like that. And he clearly stated, "No, not at all. It's it's about the." <clears throat> It's about beat. It's about beating Roman, not beating Roman, but it's about winning the universal title whatsoever, right? So mm. I said that's a the tweet is a false narrative. We fans didn't make this about beating Roman at all. Did we didn't? Quan did. I'm gonna let you get it off. I'm gonna let you get Quan it off. Quan disagreed, but... and I and you know we went back and forth for a little bit, but then I had a thought in our in our back and forth that I wanted to bring up today, and it's a little bit controversial. So okay. bear with me. Well, maybe it's not. You know, maybe we all feel this way. And we just haven't acknowledged it. Who knows? I think. Let me let me let me bring this back. When did the Universal title debut? Like 2018. 2016. Yep. Can we Man, can we be all right? So 2016, right? 2016. We're, we're looking yeah. at we're looking at. Seven years of this title, right? Mm-hmm. Out of seven of three, out of three of those years, out of those seven years, three of those years have been spent with Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. So that means we've had four years of different champions with the Universal Title. Now, mm-hmm. how has that Universal Title really felt to y'all? You it's, mean before um, Roman or now? Just in general, before Roman, like before me, before Roman had the title, how did how did those those feel? How did the, how did that title feel? Like a side piece, like a side piece, <laughs> right? Like ninety five percent of the 
Yeah, ninety five percent at a at a time. It, Brock had it. It was just like the and we had he wasn't and, there. and we had the WWE yeah. Championship at the same time, since, right? Since nineteen sixty three. Yeah, nineteen sixty nineteen sixty three, right? So nineteen sixty three WWE title. There's a lineage there. We've had four years of this Universal title, and we had a few, we had Brock, we had Seth with it for a little bit. Mm. I think you know Kevin Owens held it for a little bit. Finn Balor held it for a day. <laughs> Finn Balor held it for a day. Man, literally um, a day. Is there anybody? Am I? Uh, we had we had Bray Wyatt f- with it for a little bit. Did, right. did we? Because you that might have been that might have yeah, yeah, that was Fiend. That was Fiend, right? Yeah, that, that was, was Fiend. Fiend. Because yeah. Ro- Roman beat Bray for it, right? Yeah. yeah. Goldberg had it. Oh no! Let's not remind me about that. Come on, man. Oh. Goldberg did have that thing. Yeah, Goldberg had it. Didn't Triple H at some point randomly ha- have it? That I don't know. I don't and remember then, Triple H then, ever having. And then pre-Tribal Chief era, Roman, you know, held it at least like mm. three or four times at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Did did any of these reigns feel good? Did they? Did this title feel important to y'all? Not really. Roman has made Roman has made this belt the most important as ever been. Facts. That's a fact. Right. That's a fact. We can all agree. Roman yeah. Reigns has made this title the most important it's ever been. It's felt the most important it's ever been. Yeah, hundred percent. Now, here's where I start to think a little bit more. Right. Hmm. <clears throat> I want to take that a step further and say that I think that Roman's reign is actually more important than this universal title. I hmm. think that when we talk about championship reigns, this is the most memorable reign in probably the past 20 years. It's the most of, memorable in my lifetime for sure. And my, you know, I, I honestly, the, the, the only reign that kind of rivals it to me in terms of like just remembering how a championship reign felt was CM Punk in 2013. Mm-hmm. You know, when he had it for, I think, that 450, 500 days or something like that. I remember that reign. I yeah, remember he was how. Also, <laughs> he was also wrestling in the mid card with that title, though. Like, he, was, he wasn't he, even he the main wa- event. Yeah. He was. John he Cena was. was still the main event. He was, and John Cena was definitely still the main event. But I remember, I remember that reign. I remember mm. how important <clears throat> Punk made that title feel, right? Mm. I don't I re, this is the title feels important because of Roman, but the reality is that we are more obsessed with how long that Roman has had this title. And so when I go back to the argument that we were having about this tweet, right? Mm. When when homie is like, "Yo, we've made it about We've made Cody's story about beating Roman. It's like, how could we not? How could we not? The optics of what Roman Reigns has represented for the past three years, it's so much bigger than the titles. It's about him. It's about how long he's held these titles for. It's about his bloodline storyline. If he dropped the title to... I don't know. Let's say he dropped he dropped the title to 
I can't think of anybody. You know why? You know why I can't think of anybody? Because there is nobody. There's maybe Cody. Is there anybody else? Seth-ish, kind of. Seth-ish, kind of. The problem is that there's so much of a divide between Roman and everyone else. Everybody else, yeah. Yeah. There's lit when we were coming up, yeah. when you when Quan, Cooley, me, wrestling audience, when we were out here watching the Attitude Era, we saw the championship be passed around like a blunt in the hood. <laughs> Everybody was on the same level. Everybody got it. Yeah. Everybody got to hit it twice. Triple H, Mankind, Kane, Triple H. And Quan, Taker. like you said, everybody was on equal footing. Yeah. Everybody was on equal footing. Everybody felt like they were a main eventer, like they yeah. were the main eventer. Right now, it's just Roman. It's just like it's Roman, and then everybody else. That's a fact. To me, that's I want to I want to bring forth this idea that, in my opinion, the the universal titles aren't really that important right now. They're not. It's really about Roman, and as soon as Roman right. loses these titles. If he lo- if Roman loses these titles to anybody but Cody, it's not gonna feel. We're gonna go right back to where we were three years ago. Just some not titles that we though. have. Not, just, not necessarily. Bro, think about think about anybody. Think about anybody on this roster that we give those universal titles to. Think about outside of Cody. How, it, it, it depends on how WWE portrays them. Like. I can but, see somebody like like I hate to say it. I know everybody's gonna roll their eyes and be like ah, but I can see WWE going all the way with somebody like Braun Breaker and and kind of building him the same way they built Brock Lesnar at the next big thing. Yeah. So when he does take that title, it can make sense. Now at this moment, right now, if he took the title, we would all be like, what? But that's but hopeful like, I'm just wishing we though. can get there. But that's hopeful. I mean, they did it, if they did it with Roman, they can do it again. But I mean, Roman was already how many WrestleMania main events in? How many WWE Universal Title Championships I mean, in? And it's not—it's not, it's not like the Roman thing happened overnight. Let's let's yeah, just be clear. Not. Let's be clear. Ten years for ten years, we sat here and rolled our eyes and like we couldn't wait till him. Roman got out of here. Oh man! And then, <laughs> at some point in that pandemic, he really hit his stride. That's when he really became the yeah. man. But like it, WWE, if if it's not working, they gonna still try and try and try. If they want, if they really want it to work, they gonna continue to put resources into it. But I don't want to get too far off the point. I'm gonna let you do your thing, make your point. I'm gonna let Cooley speak to it because I I got a lot a lot of problems about what you said and I want to pick them apart. So I'm gonna let you go ahead and finish. My, my problem is the fact that I, I want to care about, I care about this universal title mm-hmm. because of Roman. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care about it before Roman. I'm going to be honest. And the fact that Roman has become so much further of a main event than every other superstar on this roster is a problem to me. It's a problem because who do you pass this off to besides a Cody? And I think <laughs> that's I'm just but, I'm just <laughs> and that's why Whoa. and in my opinion, that's why you have that's why Cody, going back to our original tweet, even when he says we've made it about the title, it's like no. WWE has made it about Roman Reigns. So mm-hmm. inadvertently we have to see someone like Cody finish his story against Roman Reigns <clears throat> because that those are the optics. It's the optics of it all. If Cody is saying, yo, I'm not going to win this World Heavyweight Championship 
It has to be for the universal title. And nobody's held this universal title longer than Roman Reigns. And nobody else can really hold these titles on the same level outside of a Cody. Then what are we talking about? And that's that just remains my to talk. be seen, man. That remains to be seen. Cool. I'm just Cooley. saying. I'm just saying the you titles got... aren't as important as Roman's reign. Cooley, you got anything you hey. want to say to this man hey, before I hey, pick hey, this hey, whole hey. thing apart? Quan, he not lying, bro. Let's go. Oh listen, Let's listen. Let's go. Oh God. Listen, man. Listen. That belt. What does that belt mean, bro? <laughs> it's a. It, the universal title is basically just how the world heavyweight title just became this year. It was a here you go. I mean, I, I believe that that belt was created on a triple threat match with the Shield back in 2016 after the brand split. Mm. And I believe Dean Ambrose won it, but the belt went back to SmackDown. <laughs> they needed an extra belt, so Stephanie and Mick Foley was like, oh, let's create a universal. universal. So it's like, what is, yeah. do, do we really care? You know, uh, I don't know, man. And I, I didn't I didn't really care for anybody's, you know, reign with it. I mean, obviously Bray Wyatt, because that was my guy, you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, I got the belt. But I mean, I feel like Roman for sure did make this way more important than that it than it's ever been because we didn't really care about any of this. Like, come on, what are we talking about? Let's be real. Okay. The WWE belt is the most prestigious belt in pro wrestling history. What are we talking about? What are we talking about, man? Because of who's held sixties? I, I hear you. Since I the sixties? Okay, here is what you guys are failing to realize. Y'all are failing to realize that this is very standard. The world title, the universal title, none of these titles can be more important than the person that holds it because the person that holds the title makes the title. It's not what you have, it's how you use what you have. The title is important because of who has it. Roman Reigns has elevated this title to a level that I have never seen since... Forever, forever. I don't think I've ever seen a reign like this. Roman Reigns has done that. And that's by design. When the title is bigger than the person that holds it, you don't remember that title reign. It just becomes a prop. Do you remember? Do y'all remember when, when Jinder Mahal had that world title? That title didn't mean nothing. You know why? Because Jinder Mahal had it. Do I sound crazy to you right now? Not at all. Like I, exactly. Not at all. So, so Roman Reigns having that title makes it important. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Ric Flair made those world titles he held important because he was Ric Flair. He carried it with swag. He was the limousine riding jet flying son of a gun. He made those titles. So you guys are talking about Roman Reigns being bigger than a title like it's a bad thing when it's really not. That's by design. I don't want the title to feel like a prop. I don't want the title to feel like when Jack Swagger had it and it was just like, oh, this wrestler that doesn't deserve the title is just holding the title. No, we need a title reign where the guy who has it has the title elevated super high to a point that it's never been. So that's that's not a problem. I don't have a problem with that. Number two, yeah, Roman Reigns, it is the Roman Reigns show. It is Roman Reigns up here and then everybody else down there. And that's honestly Vince McMahon's fault. That's WWE's fault. When you put every single resource into making one man head and shoulders above everybody else, that's just the problem that you create for better or for worse. WWE created that problem, and now we got to get out of it somehow, some way. And it seems like that road might be Cody Rhodes because Cody Rhodes is the biggest thing going right now. That's not Roman Reigns, so I guess we'll see how that goes. But my biggest problem with what you said, Sylvan, is the fact that you think that 
Cody Rhodes must defeat Roman Reigns to finish that story. And that's not the case. I'm sorry, but that's not the case. Now, I would like to see Cody Rhodes beat Roman Reigns just because he got to get his get back. Like, I don't want to see Cody Rhodes lose to Roman at a WrestleMania and then never get his revenge. It, it, it just don't feel nah, right. It just don't feel right lose. in my soul. He got to, yeah, Roman got to lose that. No, but, Cody got to lose. Oh, <laughs> Cody don't want to see Cody with that thing at, troll, at all. <laughs> nah, I mean, look, I ain't mad at him. Like, I, if Cody don't beat him, he don't beat him. But look, finishing the story depends on that world title, no matter who has it, because the story is bigger than Roman Reigns. Finishing the story, this is what y'all fail to realize. The story is not Cody Rhodes' story. The story is a Rhodes family story. Okay, all right. Cody all right, wants to win right. the title that eluded his father his entire career. When, all when Cody right. Ro- Listen, let me talk. Let me. You had your turn, man. Let me talk. When Cody Rhodes returned to WWE, that first Monday Night Raw, what did he do? What did he do? Do y'all remember? He stood in cried. the middle of that ring and he played a video. Yeah, he always cried. You know, Cody. He gonna if two yeah. things is true about Cody, he gonna say, "What do you want to talk about?" And he gonna cry. Gonna cry. <laughs> That's just what he do. Yeah. But he stood in the middle of that ring and he played a video. And you do, do you know what that video was? Do you remember that video? It was a that video was something. his father, Dusty Rhodes, winning the title in Madison Square Garden and then having the title stripped away from him in two minutes. That title eluded Dusty Rhodes his entire career, and Cody Rhodes set out and said that he wants to win that title that eluded his father. That was That is what finishing the story is. So, yeah, the story is Roman Reigns right now because Roman Reigns has that title right now. But if Roman Reigns loses that title to Jey Uso or to whoever, if he loses the title to Drew Gulak, it wouldn't matter. Five years from now, when Cody Rhodes wins that title from whoever he wins it from, that's the story is finished. He finished the story. The story does not depend on Roman Reigns. The story depends on the title. I'm sorry. I understand. It's bigger than Roman. I understand what you're saying, Quan. And I get it. I get exactly where you're coming from. I just want to I wanna state that first more than anything. I fully get your point. Here's where I disagree, right? I understand that I am in the minutia of wrestling fans. <laughs> You know, we I'm all need to understand that. We I all need to understand that. We that. are in the minutia of wrestling fans. We're not kids. We are the one percent. We're the IWC. Yeah, we're not. We're not kids. I don't know what it's like to be eight years old with Roman Reigns having the World Heavyweight Title. I mean, the Universal Title for three years. I know what it was like to be twelve years old and witnessing the reign of terror of Triple H. Oh my God, that shit was terrible. Now, that was Hated insane. It. That was to this day. I I don't think anybody hate. I don't think. I don't as much as Roman is hated, I don't think anybody will ever be as hated as Triple H is uh, or was right. in between 2002 and 2006. Right. I so I know what that feels like. But I want to state that I understand we are in the minutia. But the problem that I have is that if as big as Roman is, we are talking about moments here. And when we see a Cody Rhodes verbally say, finishing my story is about winning the universal title. Universal title. Universal title. It yes, don't matter he, who he said from. It, it doesn't matter who it doesn't matter. Title. It doesn't matter who he wins it from. Yes, you're right. It doesn't matter. So what are we talking but about? But the moment requires 
Roman Reigns. It needs right now, to be yeah. Roman Reigns. No, it needs to be Roman Reigns. You know why? Because there's nobody else. Who do you <laughs> realistically want to see when it comes there's, down to Cody here's finishing his story against anybody else? Here's the Who's thing putting asses in seat? Here's the thing you're forgetting. One, here's the thing you're Jay forgetting. Uso? Or maybe no- Jay Uso. Oh, so so maybe Jay, so Jay Uso is gonna be the one who's going to allow Cody Rhodes listen, to finish his listen, family story. Listen, you keep saying there's nobody else. There's nobody else Why? right else now. Is- oh, there's nobody my God, else. The future, right? That's what. That's where we all have to go. Do you we all realize, have to go to the do future. Y'all, look, do y'all realize at one point in time, John Cena was on his way out the door, and we said, "Oh man, who are we going to pass the ball to?" There's nobody else on John Cena's level because they presented John Cena as such a big deal for the last ten years. Nobody else is going to fill those shoes, and then they tried with Roman Reigns for ten years, and it failed. It fell flat. But what happened? Roman Reigns eventually got to that moment to where he did take later. the ball and run with it. Ten so I'm years saying, later. yeah, there's nobody that replaces we Roman Reigns right years. now. But we don't know. We do we have, have 10, ten years. years. WWE we is doing the best years. business it's ever not done. Not for Cody's so story. How do we not have 10 not years? Not for Cody's story. Not for Cody's story. We don't Who have cares? 10 years. Look, y'all make me I hate care. Cody Rhodes. Y'all I make me hate care. Cody Rhodes. Listen, I, <laughs> when we first when we first started even discussing having this podcast, I was the biggest Cody Rhodes fan. But you Cody Rhodes fans out there crying about him not finishing the story and not beating Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, y'all make me hate Cody Rhodes. Like at this point, I hope Cody Rhodes never wins that title. I hope he loses every single match from here on out because y'all Why get on my goddamn nerves Cody with this Cody Rhodes nonsense. Why? Who cares about Cody Rhodes? We talk about Why? the Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. <laughs> and y'all talking about Cody Rhodes? I don't care about this man with his little. American flag tattoo on his neck. Get him out of here. I'm tired of Cody Rhodes. Hey, listen, ain't nothing worse than Cody Rhodes. Look at Cody Rhodes is 38 years old. We do not have 10 years, by the way. I don't want to see Cody Rhodes finish a story at 50 years old. Sorry, (laughs) we don't have it, bro. It's about right now, bro. And right now, Roman Reigns is the only one. He's the Don Dada, and then there's everybody else. The only other person that would be a box office in any type of capacity is Cody Rhodes. And I don't want to see Cody Rhodes go against anybody else to win that Universal Title because, quite honestly, it ain't gonna be hot. It ain't. It's not. It's not. We ain't got nobody else on this roster. Now, if we had other people that were that popping in the next maybe year or two, then yeah, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care if Roman Roman could drop. Thing is, they can get popping. That's what y'all ignore. It's like, come on. When WWE push the button, they gonna push the button. If are they gonna push the button? Of course. I, if, WWE, know, I, if WWE decides tomorrow, yo, we want Austin Theory to be John Cena. We about to put him on an undefeated streak and just put all our resources in, into him. They would do it. And, and you it know what we're going to do? We it would be, be mad about it at first. We would go online and tweet and complain and cry like wrestling fans do. But you know what we'll do eventually? We'll fall in line like we always do. We did the same thing with Roman Reigns. Fickle. We hated this. We we hated Roman Reigns for 10 years. Don't forget that. We hated this man. We said, yo, this is a flop. He a failure. He's not who they think he is. He's not the next nobody. He's They're forcing him on us, and we don't want this. And then what happened? He turned heel. And what we do? We fell in line, and now we're saying it's him and everybody else. Yeah. 10 years ago, we were saying we hate this guy, and now it's, oh, it's him and everybody. Like, just... But the just, optics just be are patient, man. But just the, be I'm just saying the optics are different this time, Quan, and you know the optics are different. 
Like Roman Reigns is. The optics were way worse last time. When John Cena was at the I top of see- WWE, the optics were way worse. Cena John- wins LOL used to be a meme. But because when John Cena was C- never going to It was always but- just Cena and then the rest of the roster. But John Cena wasn't carrying that title for three years. And we had other people like Orton. We had other people like Batista. We had so, other people like Edge who were main eventers. Under- it was Undertaker. worse, though. We had a lot of people who were still seen on the same level see, as John Cena no, from a main not, event see, standpoint. Not, and that's a lie. That's a lie. From nobody a main was event ever, standpoint. No, 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 no. That's a lie because nobody was ever put on that Cena level. Are y'all forgetting that CM Punk so- held the title for damn near two years and that entire time he was opening pay-per-views and wrestling in the middle because John Cena was still the main event? You got The entire shows yeah. were based around John Cena, regardless <laughs> of the fact that he it's wasn't not, WWE champion. It's, I understand yeah. where you're coming from. I understand that was a exactly much worse time than I, what we're doing now. At I understand where you're title. coming from, but you're not. But you're you're still. Refu- it's like you're refusing to see what's actually going on. Like what Cena's I doing is is the same thing as what was happening with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, there were a bunch of main eventers that were on the same level, but it was about Stone Cold. Same thing with John Cena. Yeah, there are a bunch of main eventers that could compete with him, but it was about John Cena. This isn't that. This is Roman Reigns and then these niggas right here. That's it. Right that's now. what that's what we're in. That's dangerous, bro. The reason that's dangerous right is because it makes booking very limited. It makes spectacles very limited. And to circle this whole argument back, the reason why you feel like you need to see The Rock versus Roman Reigns is because it's the only spectacle in WWE that is left due to this ridiculous Booking that Vince McMahon has cornered us into for the past three years, which is why Cody Rhodes needs to beat Roman Reigns. It just right. is it's what the it only is. spectacle left ah. in wrestling. It's, it's the only am spectacle. Am I right left, or am I right? You're very, very wrong. Roman Reigns versus The Rock is the only spectacle left in wrestling. Not yeah, just we're going to get that spectacle what's the, and The what's Rock the other go right spectacle? back to the XFL. Versus, versus, and then what are we going to do? You don't care about that. You know we're going to be. Look. I want Roman. I'm, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I know people. I know the people who are mad about this Roman versus Rock thing. They just want to. They, they, they mad because they say it's predictable. We all know the outcome. But I don't mind that. I, I, yeah, I don't I'm, know I'm, anybody. I'm good. I'm good with seeing Roman put the that. beats on the Rock and then establishing himself as the greatest of all time. Like, I'm cool with that. Yeah. We might and have. Let's be honest. They might make it something. Uh, They might. They might. They might make that. A, uh, I'm trying to find a word that doesn't allow me to. That where I can't curse. They about uh, to make that like the head of the table match. Whoever wins is the head of the table. You head know, of it's the like table. Something, yeah, something. something's gonna happen where it's like, oh, here we go, another year of this bloodline story. <laughs> so, like, I just feel like something. Like, there's no way Roman's gonna win that clean, and we just gonna at be all. Here. It's just gonna be really ridiculous. And but here just, I am, hoping, hoping, and dreaming again. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. not yeah, it. I'm not. I'm not thinking about that. Nope. Right. No. And like nope. just to speak towards that, like people saying the Rock versus Roman would be predictable, and Cody versus Roman wouldn't be. We all know what if Cody versus Roman at WrestleMania 40, what's gonna happen? Cody Rose is gonna win. We Man, all gonna if Cody it. lost though. Oh my oh, god. Oh, I was standing ovation. Standing ovation. I don't want Cody to come near that title. The way y'all making me feel right now, I never want to see Cody touch a title. I don't I even want him to spell. I, I hate the hype, man. Let Cody be. <laughs> but look. <laughs> This is how we feel. I want to know how y'all feel. So if you feel like Cody Rhodes finishing the story goes through Roman Reigns because Roman Reigns is more important than the title, let us know down below. And if you think that I'm right, because I am, if you think that Cody Rhodes road <laughs> to that title is finishing the story, regardless of who has it, then comment down below. Let us know. Let us know. Now, how, how y'all good on how y'all looking at with time? Because I know y'all got to go. 
Like uh, y'all, y'all still killing? Y'all, we cooling? We chilling? We got some time. We got some time. We chilling, man. Right, so look, so look. chilling. Since we chilling, I want to bring back something that we we got into a screaming match about last week. Let me drink this water because I'm scared where this might go. Uh, I don't know where this wait, is going. Wait, go. wait, wait, wait. What happened? What happened? Um, All right. So last week, me and you brothers, <laughs> Cooley actually had to calm us down because we was we was yelling at each other last week because we got into a a debate between. Nia Jax and L.A. Knight. <laughs> oh, God. Sylvan said Nia Jax wasn't a good wrestler. And, you know, I pressed him. I got on his head because I said, how could you say he's not a good wrestler? But, you know, you a L.A. Knight fan. And he is very unanimously considered bad in the ring. He's not a good wrestler. And we screamed at each other. So, at some point, we need to define what a good wrestler is. Because we got, we got to keep it consistent across the board. We can't say this one person is bad. Because we don't like the way they wrestle. But then the next person, we like their character. So you know what? We're going to just excuse all their flaws. We got we to gotta decide what is a good wrestler and what's not. So I'm going to let you take this away, Sylvan. Tell me, what's a good wrestler? Because how could Hulk Hogan, and look, shout out, shout out to everybody who hates Hulk Hogan. Because we are over here at the Wrestling with the Homies podcast. We do not like Hulk Hogan at all. He don't like us. <laughs> we don't like him. But I just want to understand, how can someone be considered bad at the thing? when they're literally the most successful person arguably ever at the thing. It just don't make sense. So please explain that to me, my brother. Look, man, success does not equal quality. You know, McDonald's is the biggest food chain in the world. Is it good food? No. Now, will it? It's not good at all. It'll make you Unless feel you drunk, like... Then them fries be hitting, I'm saying. Yeah. I'm going to let y'all know, you know right now. Them fries... But is it good? No, yeah, not at all. fries, baby... I'm, I'm not I'm not touching none of that, man. That's poison. What when I say, hey, yo, it's poison. You know, Look, I'm this not... man get healthy for one year. Now he's talking about his poison. You was eating that a year ago. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't, like we ain't doing that. Ago. I used to be a. I first off, I used to be a fast food buff. I was a Dang. Wendy's guy. Ooh, like, I'm talking like, give me the the chicken Asiago with the Biggie fry and the and oh, yeah, a side wilding. and a side and a side of a ten piece nugget. With a large coke, bro, I was yeah, losing. Made my me life. hungry right now. Straight up, you know what I mean. I had to, I had to, I had to get my my life together, myself together. You know what I mean. But like I'm saying, a decent wrestler, you know what? Let me take that back. A good wrestler, in my mm-hmm. opinion, has to have charisma, a character, mic skills, decent in ring work, and longevity. Those are my five. What's- but my question is, what's the most important? Because it seems like anybody who's not the best wrestler in that ring, we kind of just trash them and call them bad wrestlers. The most important to me is character. That's just that's that's top of the line for me. Like character. If I don't care if you are the best, if you're incredible on the mic and you have great ring work and you are the most charismatic person ever. If you don't have a character or something I could really latch on to, or if your natural self just isn't compelling enough, then I don't I don't care. It just is what it is. Like and it's the same way, right? Like you can have you can be the you can have the most compelling character and suck at everything else. Like an Enzo Amore. <laughs> Enzo Amore Omore was Enzo, incredible. Yeah, Enzo had like man. the best uh. character ever. Incredible on the mic. Terrible like you know what I'm saying? Charisma, but just had no type of wrestling skills, like None. no type of in-ring work. Um, 
you know, terrible in the back. But it was like, bro, I want to see him. I want to see him come out and do his thing and, and get it cracking. So the a character work is the most important to me. It's, it's the most important. I agree with that. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Character work. Totally. Character work. What's the good wrestling, man? Character work? You a character guy? Char- Look at man. Character. My, my greatest of all time. My favorite. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Best character. Like, what are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? I feel like um, you have to create this character that people believe in and you have to get people over with that. And I feel like Steve Austin was good at that. Not just in interviews, but also he showed that through his, his ring work, you know, with the beer and, you know, the cussing and stuff. So character work is number one. Um, I would say Mike skills. Um, you got to be good on that mic. I'm sorry. You got to be good on that mic. If you're not, mm-hmm. you're going to be botching a lot. And I've seen a lot of botches and it's very embarrassing. My gosh. <laughs> Um, I remember when was, Owen Hart said, and that's why I kicked the leg out of your leg. It's like, what? <laughs> I, I, I seen one about Owen Finn. I, I seen one. Of, I forgot when Finn botched on a rock. He was like, last last night. I mean, last week. Ah, you're, you're making me so mad that I said, I'm like, oh. I remember he, that. I remember <laughs> that. I forgot who he was talking to, bro. It was that's so hilarious, terrible. though. But uh, character work, mic skills, um, you know, your intangibles, your charisma. Um, you're selling. Your selling got to be mm-hmm. good, man. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Your selling got to be good. I feel like one of the best sellers is Shawn Michaels. That, the that greatest of all time sell. at selling. Him and Dolph Ziggler. Sell. Yeah, Dolph, man. man what, is, what a seller, man. Ah, he take a super kick. Dolph. That man act like he just got shot by a shotgun. <laughs> you know who's the best seller in wrestling right now today? And y'all know Ooh. y'all going to be shocked when I say this. Hmm. Ricochet. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Ricochet yes. is I'm, I'm glad you see the Ricochet, game. bro. I'm glad game. you see the vision. An incredible yeah, seller. Best in the game. Yeah. I'm glad you see the vision. And I would say the last is um hmm. Hmm. You gotta have a presence, bro. You gotta have that just presence. presence just about you. Just like like Velveteen Dream, man. Velveteen Dream. Uh, that boy had a presence. As soon as he showed up uh, on the screen. And I, I every time we mention Velveteen, we all hang our heads because man, if it listen, if you out there and you don't know who Velveteen Dream is, this dude was he had a, a Prince gimmick. His gimmick was pretty much Prince in the 90s or that late 80s. This dude was incredible. In ring, it was it was, eh, it was, eh, it was solid, but character-wise, he just had a presence about him. Whenever he walked into a room, you just felt that aura, and it was like, yo, this guy is going places. He's, he's going to be a main eventer. I think John Cena even called him a future WrestleMania main eventer, but Velveteen Dream, he couldn't kick those, those bad habits. You know what I'm saying? He was doing Bro. drugs. He was... Putting his hands on women, he was he was he was making all the mistakes that people make, and now he's jobless, like CM Punk. Dog, I had no idea this guy existed for years until Quan put me on game. I'm like, bro, who? A Prince? No. You know, you know, Prince. One of my he he my favorite musician, so you know I'm gonna tap in. Bro, this dude was amazing, man. He was amazing, and it, 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 Shout it, out it to sucks. Please get your life together. Uh, Patrick Clark. That's sucks, his real name. Pat, my name Patrick Clark. Get your life together. <laughs> All right, fellas. Real, look. man. This is how I feel. I know y'all think that I'm the, the Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson, in-ring geek. And I am because I love in-ring. That's like, that's my thing. If you good in-ring, then I rock with you. But I honestly don't think any of these characteristics that y'all naming are more important than the other. I, I look at it all as just like attributes. It's like, a, like you, you take a basketball player, right? You take a basketball player. He can shoot threes. He can get to the cup. 
free throws, insane. He can dribble. He can do anything on offense, but he can't play defense. Steph Curry. I can't then say that. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Steph Curry when I was describing this, so that's hilarious. By the <laughs> but I can't I can't say, yo, that dude is a bad basketball player just because he lacks defense. So to me, in-ring is just the attribute. Now, the thing that's most important, yeah, bro, it's just the attribute. No. You if you if you're a terrible in-ring, but you got the presence, you got the mic skills, you got the character down, you got everything else down, but in ring, you're yeah, hmm. shaky. I can't LA call Knight. you a bad wrestler. So I take back what I said about LA Knight last week. LA Knight is not a bad wrestler. Now, in ring wise, he's not the best. He looked like he got two left feet. He be stumbling around, botching moves. Sometimes he looks very uncoordinated. But LA Knight is a 10 out of 10 in every other category. He got the look. He can talk. He got presence. He controls the crowd with the, with the, with the movement of his hands. So I can't sit here and call LA Knight bad. So I take that back. LA Knight is not a bad wrestler. In ring, he just kind of shaky. Now, to me, it's not about how much you can do. It's about what the crowd reacts to. So I say that to say this. If a guy like Mustafa Ali can go out there and do the most incredible things ever in that ring, but nobody reacts to it, and then John Cena goes in that ring and does four moves, the shoulder block, the STF, the attitude adjustment, and the you can't see me, and the crowd goes crazy, it sells out Madison Square Garden then John Cena's a better wrestler than, than Mustafa Ali because Mustafa Ali must be doing something wrong. If he don't got the people rocking like John Cena, then all that stuff that he can do in the ring means nothing to me. Now, there are some wrestlers who kind of mastered the best of both worlds, a guy like Brian Danielson or a guy like HBK, for instance. HBK is incredible in that ring, but he's also a 10 out of everything on like every other scale. So those are the best wrestlers in the world to me. But like I said, I can't, I can't come down on people for not being the greatest in that ring. So I do take that back what I said about L.A. Knight. So shout out to L.A. Knight. And Nia Jax. Bro. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. 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 She's not that good, but yeah. the crowd yeah. reacts yeah. to her. The crowd reacts to her, man. The crowd hates her. And being hated in the wrestling industry is a good thing, despite what y'all might feel out there on the internet. If the crowd is booing when you're coming out that curtain, then you're doing your job. If the crowd is sitting on their hands and not making noise, that's when you need to go back to the drawing board. And the crowd definitely reacts when Nia Jax is out there. So I got nothing negative to say about her. Shout out to her. Hey, bro, what? HBK has no flaws. None. None. I just thought of. <laughs> so bro, HBK's biggest flaw, HBK, what, what was considered his biggest flaw back in the day was that he was small. And WWE like big guys. But even now, when you really look at it, HBK Dang. wasn't that small. Everybody else was just so big. Yeah. yeah. Perfect wrestler. Bro, it was like HBK the perfect, perfect wrestler. wrestler bro. Wow. That's crazy. If I kind of wish I had the worst time. Yeah, I Facts. wish I grew up in that era to see him, you know, maneuver because we grew up while he was what a commissioner or whatever. So it's like, yep, yeah, uh, we never got to see him injury. like have those matches for real. Like, at the, yeah, at man. The heat, like I mean, at the peak of wrestling, it would yeah. be incredible. But you know, yo, and before yeah. we get before we get into the rundown, who would y'all say the most perfect wrestler is today? The closest thing to HBK. Closest I know who I would say. I to me, I would say, and I know I, I might get some pushback on you, Austin but I would say Randy Orton. You know what? I'm not mad at Austin Theory. I'm Austin not mad at Austin Theory. I'm sorry. Young, but, I, but, but I wasn't Orton? even going to go to up and coming. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't going to go to up and coming, right? I was just going to say uh, Randy Orton because I feel like Randy Ray Orton, Orton, he checks every box. Like, for, as far as yeah. this modern era, he, he does. He's good in ring. He got the look. He can talk. Great baby presence. Face, great character. He, he had one of the great heel um, runs. Oh, my God. I Sells mean, Birch. He's like the perfect wrestler. Y'all yeah. bugging, man. It's, it's Seth. Roman? 
Yeah, Seth. Seth, Seth, Seth too. Yeah, Seth. You know what? Yeah, I get that. I get that. The I get that. The Sylvan. Seth Rollins is definitely the closest thing to Roman Reigns right now. In ring, mic presence, like character, shtick. Like he's just he's got it all. Like what does this guy not like? He's he's he is the most perfect wrestler in the world to me. You know, I would he's not the he's not the number one guy. I mean, he's not Roman, but you know, right? He is the best. Yeah. Well, look, if you're out there, let us know how y'all feel. Who do y'all think the 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 most perfect wrestler is right now in the industry? A guy who's 10, 10 out of ten in every category, in ring, outside of the ring, on the mic, character work. Let us know who do y'all think who the best is right now. And don't forget, we do got a Discord. We're starting this Discord. If you want to talk to us personally, you want to ask Sylvan about his music, you want to ask Cooley about what he got going on with this film stuff, or you just want to get some shoes from the boy Quan, let us know in his Discord. Let us know below. Let us know that you need that link, and we got you. We'll send it to you. Come talk to us, baby. Now, it's that time again, my brothers. Y'all know what time it is? It's not time. Easy. It's tour time. <laughs> I remember that. Here's the bell. It never fell. Never fell. It makes nah, me it ain't tour time. Man. <laughs> man. What a time. Sometimes I feel like we're out of time. time. Like, sometimes yeah, we, time, we do man. things on this podcast and I start to question our, our mentality. Like, what is wrong with it? And what are you what drinking, bro? What are you drinking? So anyway, it's time for Cooley's Rundown, by the way. Jay Cooley's Rundown. Cooley about to give us the scoop on what's uh, going on in the wrestling world. Let us know, my brother. What's happening? My guy got that mushroom coffee on deck. Yeah, man. But, with almond milk and yeah. a little bit of honey, baby. Okay. Hey, I feel I'm going to have to try that one time. But, hey, we got a lot of um, crazy news that happened this week. Um, as Sheesh. we all know, WWE has announced that SmackDown is headed back to USA. Welcome Woo. 1.4 billion deal. Man, that is insane. I didn't even know they had that type of money. Yeah. Hey, it's crazy, man. Nice. What what kind of made me think about this whole announcement? It's like, is SmackDown going back to Thursdays? It might be. Honestly. Um, I, I don't know. They, they, didn't, they didn't confirm it, did they? Because that's no, what I was but wondering, like, too. Apparently, it's up in yeah. the air because SmackDown it's, it's might move nights, man. And, Apparently Raw and NXT are gone from USA, so they don't have a home yet. Wait, Man, wait, that's Raw crazy. And Raw and NXT aren't going to be on USA next year. Like they still don't have a home yet. Yeah, sign a new deal. That's insane, yeah. bro. So it's it's a lot going on. I mean, they said the deal includes four primetime specials on NBC. That's gonna be fire. That's gonna be that's stupid. Gonna that's be gonna be fire. Yeah, this is kind of like what we talked about a couple months ago when we were like, "Yo, should they make like?" premium live events on like you know network tv and it sounds like yeah. this, is, this might be a move towards that four four wait man it's gonna be crazy i mean we're gonna, shout we gonna out see to WWE. yeah shout, shout out to wwe, to WWE for look everybody on the, everybody on the internet wanted to talk about smackdown's ratings because you know the show debuted at like three million viewers and they haven't really been around three million viewers since the debut People speculated, said that WWE weren't going to get the type of money that they got with the Fox deal. Because, you know, the Fox deal was $1, one billion. Yeah. And WWE turned around and got $1.4 from NBC Universal. So that shows you how much y'all know about these ratings and these numbers. They got $1.4 billion from NBC after getting a $1 billion deal from Fox. So shout out to WWE. Shout out to I WWE, where, man. I'm, I'm curious to see where Raw lands, though. I hope, I hope Raw doesn't end up on, like, a trash channel. Cause y'all, y'all remember when Raw used to come on Spike TV? Bro, yes. yes. Oh my like, what god. What was that? Bro. What 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 the Spike TV? Yeah, I want to see Raw on FX. I ain't gonna hold you. 
But it's hey, probably never going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen, though. Yeah. I want to see, see, man. I want to see network TV. Because the thing about the Fox deal was that a lot of people were watching SmackDown because a lot of people don't have cable, man. Yeah, Everybody true. got yeah. Fox. So it's like now that SmackDown is gone, does that mean Raw might end up on network TV? It could. Hey, I mean, Raw is a premier show. But I mean, I'll, but also, you know, football season makes that a little bit harder That's for a lot tough. of those guys. Because it's, yeah. it's a Monday night slot. So that, that it's going to be hard. But, I mean, they're going to figure it out. NXT, though. Hard. I don't know. It might be it might be over for NXT. They might be yeah, back might to be Peacock, crickets. my brother. Yeah, Jeez, that's crazy, man. I mean, I don't know. Hey, we'll but see. we gonna see, man. Shout out to WWE. But with ups, there's some downs. Mm. Let's talk about them downs. You know what I'm saying? It's release season, We're baby. Giving it a down. Ooh. <laughs> hey, man. WWE has released a lot of people. Sheesh. Sheesh. Mustafa Ali. Uh, no, not my boy Mustafa. He's out of yeah, here. Man. I really love that American gimmick, though. Man. Yeah, I, man, I love it. He's out of here. Rick, he's out of here. Rick Booz, Emma, Damn. Aaliyah, yeah. Top yeah. Dollar, Elias, Top Dollar, Damn, Shelton Top Benjamin. Dollar. Yeah, man, Top Dollar, man. Shelton Benjamin is out of here, bro. And last but not least, Dolph Ziggler. Oh, Dolph. Dolph is a is a surprising one, but then again, he 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 did get paid a lot of money, so they're probably like yes, I, I was definitely not shocked at Dolph. He's My shocking talent, though, man. The shocking one to me was Top Dollar because it's like y'all released Top Dollar, but not his his crew. Like what, what's going on? Yeah, right so there, Top Dollar got dropped, but Adonis and B Fab still around. Yeah, mm, I think it's because I think it's because B Fab and Adonis probably can still are going to be. I think honestly, and this is me being. Very honest. I think uh, Hit Row is still going to be around, mm. and I think it's going to be without. I think it's going to be without um, Top Dollar. I think they, they might just ask gonna, somebody else. Yeah, I think bring back Car- Leo Rush, man. Bring I think back gonna Leo. Bring in, Leo. I think they're going to bring in that. Carmelo Hayes, and I no. think they're going to probably Cedric no. and hell no. and hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Melo is too nice to be stuck with that. Come on, man. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. I know he's black with long hair, so y'all think he's going to get Hit Row, but no. I'm just saying he is too nice, but this is WWE we're too talking nice, about. Too nice, bro. Then this is I'm telling I know, but this is WWE <laughs> we talking about. You know yeah. what I mean? And bro, look when look we all knew who L- Streets knew who LA Knight was, but he came to WWE as Max Dupree with the maximum, the maximum male, male models. models. Oh, and you they they I mean? also they also on that list. Maximum yeah, male Mason models out of here. Oh wait, what? Here. Oh, yeah, I see. Dana yeah, Brooke is Dana Brooke is going too. Oh, Quincy yeah, Elliott, geez. my boy Quincy mm-hmm. Elliott. Yeah, yeah but I feel like they're going to repackage Hit Row and they're going to present it a different way. I feel that in my gut. Like, what y'all feel about what y'all feel about Shelton Benjamin? It seemed like he was just on the roster. You know, he's an OG. He's hanging out. I mean, I'm like, yo. So I, I mean, it's his time. It's yeah, I mean, Shelton time. Benjamin. He had his time to shine. I I don't think that this is it for him. I honestly think that Shelton Benjamin will be back with WWE one day in some capacity. Now, I don't think it will be an active wrestler because he, he's up there in age. But, you know, he's well-liked. He's like one of Brock Lesnar's best friends, and Brock Lesnar don't have friends. So, you know what it is. I, think I don't Shelton know why Shelton... be back as a producer or something. I don't, I don't know why Shelton resembles New Jack to me. It's so weird. Yeah, with maybe the bald I'm head. And yeah. The, yeah, maybe I'm, no, I maybe see I'm tripping. I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. <laughs> Shout out Shelton so me, Benjamin, man. To me, you know, the biggest surprise is, you know what I mean. Still on, he didn't get the chopping block. Shouts to him, right? Man. 
So look, you know, I know if you to me, there's two big surprises on this because Dolph Ziggler, I get it. Like, it sucks, but he had a Hall of Fame career. He'll be in the Hall of Fame one day. And, you know, he was making main event money. Let's not forget. Dolph Ziggler was probably making the same type of money that, like, AJ Styles and Kevin Owens is making. And Dolph Ziggler is never on TV. So it, it just made yeah. sense that they would cut cut him to save that money. But the biggest surprise to me was one Mustafa Ali because he was scheduled for a match this Saturday <laughs> yeah. at uh, No Mercy. Like, he he was literally in the middle of storylines and stuff. And he just Wasn't it with Dom? Ali, so that's yeah, yep. he was supposed to be down. Yeah. Like, and he tweeted that he was going to be at Raw this next Monday. So it's like, that's a surprise. And also, the biggest surprise to me is the people who ain't on this list. Because I definitely thought Matt Riddle was coming. Bruh, uh, he's still a draw. And he's a big, and he's still a draw. He still sells a lot of merch. And I'm pretty sure they still want to do RK Bro. It's simple. Hey, keep, like, it's simple, trouble, bro. Man. He is getting in trouble, but money talks, man. He ain't getting enough trouble. Look, if Matt Riddle was black, he would have been fired a long time ago. Like, I hate to play the race card on that, but, like, the stuff that he gets in trouble for, we saw what happened with Leo Rush. Leo Rush got fired pretty much because he didn't want to carry some bags for Finn Balor or something, and they said that he was, like, an attitude issue. So it's like black people getting fired for stuff like that, and then Matt Riddle out here getting drunk and high on airplanes. (laughs) Like, he too changed or something, and it's like all this other stuff. It's like, yo. How he got? How do he still have a job, man? You know the vibes. Yeah, that's wild, man. But, they, but we they do really know the vibes. Ban- they really banking on. They really banking on RK Bro, though. I know they are. They want that back. They 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 can smell it, baby. You know what I'm saying? You see Orton coming back to the performance center. Oh, ooh, they I, want I, it I, back. They want that real thing back. Hey, man. Yo, shout out to all the people that got released, man. Hopefully, you know, you resurrect your career somewhere else. But I mean, speaking of contracts. It's another contract that's coming up that's expiring real soon. And his name is Sheamus. Four-time world champion Sheamus. Hey, Bella. did y'all see him? Four? Can you... Four? Four-time? That's this a lot. Four. That's a lot, man. That's how he had more. Yeah. I can't see him going nowhere. I think he's staying with WWE. I don't, I don't, I don't I think can. I can. Yeah, what? Can. I can see him. Nah. I, I don't think he will, but... I mean, at this point, it's like, what else is there left for Sheamus to do in WWE? He was like a 50-time tag team champion with, with Cesaro in the bar. He's been world champion for Ah, nine. Cesaro, he's man. He's won every single title except for, what, the Intercontinental, right? That's like the only one he hasn't won? Yeah, I believe so. He won the U.S. He won the tag team. So it was like, what else is there for him to do in WWE? And he's been in WWE for like 15 years now. I, I can see him going out and trying something new for a little while. Maybe nah. go join. Uh, I, I can see him being a member of the Blackpool Combat Club in AEW or something. Nah. Just to do it. Nah. Cesaro is his boy. It's Cesaro over there. Sheamus is a lifer, man. You know what I mean? And, hey. uh, and, we, got, and we forget, too, Sheamus and Triple H are like this, son. Yeah, that's. He, like ain't, booking, he ain't booking Sheamus like they like that. I mean, but, but I mean, also, it's boys. like, bro, he he in the second win of his career, man. Like, he are, I mean, he can still go. He's he's dependable. But, like, you know, we right. look into the future. We're not about to put you in a world title belt, you know, world title picture or anything. Like, you've had it. You've had your time. Like, we, we get it. But you still dependable. You could put talent over. And, you know, you can you can be an enhancement. And he's going to be a lifer. He's one of those lifer WWE guys. One of them R-Truths. Yeah. He's a lifer, man. Yeah. Let's call it a spade. Yeah, he ain't going nowhere. But, Shout out uh, to Akira Hizawa, too, for escaping that uh, the fire list, by the way. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> man. <laughs> it's so crazy. But it's crazy. It's crazy that, Kwan, you said that um, Sheamus never won the Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm. 
You know who else just lost his Intercontinental Champion at AEW? John Moxley. Let's talk about our jo- oh, our boy John Moxley, man. He suffered bad. a he suffered a concussion after being piled, dived into the mat twice. Unplanned finish. Bad. It was horrible. I believe it was a botch on the ref. Oh my god. It was, yeah, that was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. The ref Poor counted John two Moxley, and, then, and Moxley he didn't just, kick up and then the ref just stood there like Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, was like, like, oh. I see a lot of y'all fans out there that's like, oh, that match was so awesome. And so, you know, nah, that match sucked, bro. Like, call okay. a spade what it is, man. <laughs> that match sucked, man. With that terrible botch and that terrible injury, y'all ought to be ashamed of yourselves, man. Come on, bro. I wouldn't say it sucked, but it man, was. Man, if that was, happened it... in WWE, we wouldn't be hearing about it to the, to the man, come on, bro. So, like, come on. So after watching, I, it, it almost looks like Moxie got hurt. Like early in that match, because he like he seemed very lethargic and kind of out of it during the match. So it seems like he got a concussion early, and then that second pile driver just kind of just reignited whatever he was feeling. And like maybe originally he was supposed to kick out of that, and he just didn't. But the ref knew he was supposed to kick out, so the ref only counted two. But yeah. in that in moments like that, as a referee, if you see that a guy is visibly hurt and he's not moving, you got to just count to three. It don't matter It don't matter if it was Roman Reigns and he was getting pinned by, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> who's, who's like a terrible wrestler that I can just mention? <laughs> who's like somebody uh, unexpected? Like, S.A. Rios. Let's bring S.A. Yeah. Rios back to the game. Like, if, I don't care if it's S.A. Rios pinning Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns. If Roman Reigns is hurt, he's clearly hurt his neck, or he got a concussion and he can't kick out. As a referee, you just got to count that three and live with the result. They can figure it out later because, like, you can't be continuing matches with a guy who got a concussion, like a visibly yeah. concussion. Like, that's dangerous. He Why was are we not supposed to lose? Power drivers, man. We got to – that move – Why are we still doing power drivers? Like, ban the move, bro. There, there's been no good from that move. No good. We've seen careers shorten. Prematurely over that move, like get rid of it. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin, man, man. We could have probably had another four or five, se- maybe seven years of, of Stone right. Cold, man. Like get rid yeah, of it, man, bro. Get rid I know of the it. Tombstone Stop. is done. They banned the Tombstone. Only Kane and Undertaker can and use Taker, it, but we yeah. not gonna see that. Yeah, and that's how it should be, man. That's how it should be. Yeah. Only select few should be able to use that move. Like Ray Phoenix shouldn't be doing two power drivers in in a random match on Dynamite against bro two, two Jesus. Well, he's not an international champion no more, <laughs> so I don't know how they're gonna fix that 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 story or whatever. But yo, that's insane. Uh, hopefully, John Moxley gets better. Um, prayers to him. Speedy recovery. That looked terrible. But uh, yo, so uh, Sylvan he he uh said something about Randy Orton earlier. It's confirmed that my guy was at the Performance Center. Let's get I think it. he's re- I think he's returning soon, man. It Let's was get it. Uh, it's coming. I saw the video. I was like, uh oh, it's coming. I'm, I'm I'm excited, man. I miss it's Randy coming. Orton, bro. I miss Randy Orton. But I seen the video on Twitter and he was like shushing the crowd or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, he coming back, man. Now look, it's t- Randy Orton wouldn't be in that performance. You, we know what it is. We know what it yeah. is. Everybody goes to the performance center when they're gearing for a comeback. Cody Rose did it. You saw it documented in his documentary. He went to the Performance yep. Center with Carmelo Hayes and got it in. Apparently, Jay Cargill is down there right now getting her thing in. So, we know what it is. Randy Orton is gearing up for a comeback. The question is, how will he come back? And I hope it's as a heel. And I hope it's against 
Cody Rhodes. I hope I hope Randy Orton runs down on Cody Rhodes and puts him out. That's what I want to see. I want to see Randy versus Cody. I don't want to see no happy RKO, RK bro, none of that. We good. We might have we might have him versus Reigns at a at a pay per view as filler. I don't want him to come back to a loss though. Come on, man. I'm just saying we might at some point. Like I can see it. They they need they need people. We they need people to feed to pause to Roman Reigns until we get to WrestleMania. And they running out. That's why he on all these dates. True. So I can see yeah. a filler match. And he I mean, the I mean, the filler going to be CM Punk, but I mean, who, what I know. Hey, it might be. It might be. <laughs> I don't I know, know about that one. I I'm not going to lie. I'm warming up to that. I'm I th- warming well, up to I, I think if I think I just think that I'm not going to even go there. I'm not going to go there. But <laughs> you know, I do think that, you know, I, 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 I think. Uh oh. I think that the 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 proper if if Punk were to come back, you know, the proper thing would be to to put him against Cody. I hear you on that, and, and I know exactly why you're saying that because the whole would. AW dynamic and him leaving as Punk came in, uh, yeah, it would make it sense. Would. It would it make would sense. A, it yeah, would be the right thing to do. It would make sense. Or Seth, you know, Seth, you know that 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 story there would be interesting. You know, right. But, you know, or Montez we'll Ford. See. I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> Montez, Montez Ford made a comment about CM Punk recently. That's why I said that. He's, he said that he would welcome CM Punk back with open arms because because the hey. is there or whatever. So yeah, shout out to Montez hey. Ford. Yeah, yeah. We're we gonna see. We're gonna baby. see. We're gonna see. Last I got for today is our guy Vince McMahon. <laughs> oh my Woo. god. Yeah, Vince McMahon. He's claimed that WWE had stagnated <laughs> prior. To the TKO merger. <laughs> what? What is he talking what? about? I don't know I if that's back. I, see what he's I don't know. I don't know if that back surgery like knocked him back. You know, a few years or something. I don't know. But I mean, everybody. I wrote him in a. <laughs> I wrote him in a meeting. Like, bro, what are you talking like, about? What? <laughs> you guys agree with this? Because to me, WWE has been doing perfectly fine. It's great. So I don't know Yo, what he's talking about. I see what he's saying. I see what he's I saying. I don't know. I know I'm, I'm I know I'm a what sick is, man. What is he what? saying? Here's the thing. Here's the thing about here's the thing about um about Vince is that when they ha- they they have been incrementally growing from a profitable standpoint, but when it comes down to their potential and how much more expansive they can be, yeah, they have hit a they did hit a a wall or a plateau in terms of well, where do you go from here, right? Think about like everything that's happened from WWE since WrestleMania one, right? All the mm-hmm. progressions that have happened, going public, um, to to like to the building WWE up the revenue, network, WWE network. You get to a point where it's like, well, what more can we do as a solely owned company? Right. You know, how can we take this larger? You know, and so I know a lot of people are probably looking at him like, oh, well, he's got all we've got all this money. We're doing better than we've ever done. But Vince is thinking like, bruh, but we got to grow. How do we grow? How do we think go to the next level? Well, the next level is a merger. It's a merger with another company that's going to take things to the next level. How do we get bigger? How do you never stop? And so where I think a lot of people are just satisfied with, you know, what they're satisfied with, Vince is insatiable. He just wants it all, and he wants more, and he wants to take it as far as he can take it. And I'm pretty sure he would want to take it even further than this Endeavor deal. So, like, right? I, I just I understand where he's coming from. You know what, man? I was about to scream on Vince McMahon for being out his goddamn mind. But when you put it like that, 
you know, I, I can't disagree. That makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense because let's just be honest. WWE's revenue is up, up. They're making more money than they've ever made. They're doing the biggest audiences in, in their history. They're breaking all their financial records. So it's like, it's hard to say that WWE has stagnated from a business standpoint or even like a product quality standpoint. But again, the way Sylvan put it, it does make sense. So I can't, I guess I can't be that mad at Vince McMahon. And also, Vince McMahon just wasn't involved in this process. So of course he thinks that it's stagnated. He sees, <laughs> he sees Triple H and Nick Khan running the show and he's like, ah, oh, it's stagnant. How can I change this and make it better? Like, well, she and go. also, and also with one more thing, you know, WWE had kind of, they kind of relaxed the last year and a half when it came to like releases and firing people. Even when people were like requesting their release, WWE didn't really abide by that. And I think with Vince McMahon back into the fold, he's cutting, he's cutting the fat. He's cutting the fat off of WWE and he's going to make that more profitable than it's ever been just because he's not, he's willing to, you know, get rid of the people he got to get rid of to get to the next level. So I got to respect him for that. I'm not saying that I want to see people lose their job because that's terrible. Like how, how do, how does WWE announce a $1.4 billion deal and then fire like 20 people <laughs> a couple hours later? That's pretty insane. But at the end of the day, business is business. And, you know, I also think about cap space too, man. You know, you right, think about right. all the people that they're potentially bringing in, you know, like CM Punk alluding um, that, you know, he has two months of free time which is a direct right. correlation to him to returning to the company. And I know that paycheck ain't going to be, you know, pennies. Ask him. Right. You know what I mean? You think about and, if we are teasing the rock, we know that paycheck ain't, ain't going to just be, you know, he might have got, we got a favor for you to pull right. up at SmackDown. Cause you was just in town for, you know, Dion, but we know, like, we know what you're going to cost, right? We know how much that's going to cost the company and what that's going to take in promotional dollars. You know what I mean? And you think about everybody else's salary and then the renewal of salaries coming up. Right. And then the new talent that's coming in from NXT this, that are going to have hey. a whole different. It's like, bro. And, and, not, even, you, and not, bro, not even that. Even that just like, just think about all the AEW contracts that's up into 2024. Like, that's Sheesh. Andrade. That's, that's Malachi Black. MJF. That's, that's MJF, the big like, one, man. That that's the big mm-hmm. one right there, yeah, boy. And they're going to want that. They gonna and it's gonna take a lot of money to get MJF because Tony Khan, oh, yeah. he don't want to lose that, so he's 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 gonna be willing to pay whatever. So think about Jade Cargill. You know, Jade is just coming into the fold. That's gonna be something. yeah, man. I, I just it's it's a lot of money, man. So you got to trim the fat where you can trim it, man. You know, so hey, Vince such a Virgo, man. He's such a Virgo. Hey, hey man, that's all I got for the rundown. Yeah, that's all I got for the rundown. We appreciate you. We appreciate you for that. Again, don't forget. We got this Discord going. If you want to get in on that, talk these rundown topics with us personally, drop a comment below. Let us know that you want that, and we'll send you that. Now, y'all know what time it is, my brother. Oh, before, before I go forward, make sure you like and subscribe, too, because we need that. We need them likes and them subscribes and all that. Not just comments. Don't just comment on the video and keep it pushing. Like and comment and subscribe as well. Now, y'all know what time of the show it is. It's the Black Wrestler of the Week. This is when we pay our respects and give our flowers to black wrestlers, both past and present. This week, I want to nominate a guy that was vehemently disrespected last week by my brother Sylvan. I was listing off his accolades, and I mentioned that he was the very first African-born world champion. And this man Sylvan said, oh, God, and rolled his eyes. Now, I mean, apparently defending Triple H, the white man, is more important 
just showing love to the black brothers for some of us, I guess, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I'm just playing silver. But I wanna give a shout out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanna give a I wanna give a shout out and nominate my boy Kofi Kingston. Uh, my boy Kofi Kingston. Okay. I wasn't I wasn't the, the per- I wasn't. Oh, uh, come on. You, you were come you were trying on. to yeah, come you were, on. Listen, that listen, was a different silver. argument. That God, was a different you argument. So, you were so in the mode of defend Triple H's honor at all costs that you really just you shaded nah, my man. Nah, Kofi nah, this, I didn't shade Kofi. So I wanna, I, said, I, I, I just didn't want give... you to forget what he did to Kofi. You was forgetting Kofi. what he did to our Kofi. black brother. Kofi. That's what a pimp does. A pimp makes you forget. They make Kofi. Your title run was incredible. Your title win was incredible, and you are incredible, and I think you deserve our Black Wrestler of the Week. Not only did you go out there this past Monday and have an incredible match, but you yeah, had an did. incredible match with um, – what's his homie name from the Viking Raiders? I don't know his name. <laughs> Ivar? Ivar? You had an incredible match go. with Ivar. That match had no business being that good. That was probably a match of the year candidate as far as free TV goes, and it was with Ivar from the Viking Raiders. That was that was nuts. That was nuts. Yeah, that match. Was, I did, had no business yo, being that good. It was. Too I'm good. saying, I almost turned the channel when it came. I'm like, this might be a a piss break. Let me see what's going on on Monday Night Football. But something told me to just stick with it, and I'm glad I did because that match was incredible. Kofi Kingston, you're one of the most well liked people in the wrestling industry, and you're never you're not a complainer. That's what I love about Kofi Kingston. No matter if he's up or if he's not being used, you'll never see Kofi Kingston on Twitter. Or on social media, airing out his grievances. He just does his job, and he, and he, he he's a man, man. So shout out to Kofi Kingston. I think you definitely deserve it this week. Okay. Who you got, Sylvan? Look, man, I love Kofi Kingston first and foremost. You know what I mean? Nobody was talking nothing about you, man. I just wanted to make sure that people knew that <laughs> I wanted to make sure people knew that you deserve better than what happened to you at WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? Not Mania, but, but no, SmackDown. Wait, it was sorry, SmackDown. It was even worse. Smackdown. It was even worse. It was SmackDown. Sorry, yeah, it wasn't even SmackDown. Mania, man. It was a SmackDown. You deserve so much more than that, man. That's all Facts. I. That's all I wanted to get off. Uh, the person that I want to nominate um, has been a staple in wrestling, but more specifically, has been a staple in the progression of women in wrestling, and she's not really talked about a lot. Uh, she's not talked about for her reign and how important she was in the progression of women being taken seriously in the ring post uh post the 80s going into the 90s more specifically into the attitude era and i'm gonna give it up to my girl jacqueline moore yeah miss jacqueline miss jacqueline Jacqueline, i want to say that you were and are an incredible incredible wrestler you made that you made things seem so legitimate when you were in that ring uh, you raised everybody's game, even when people didn't, weren't even expecting it. You were fighting a fight that people didn't even know needed to be fought, and you don't get enough flowers. A lot of people say that the revolution started with Trish and with you know Lita and whatnot, but in my opinion, the revolution really started with you, and you don't get enough credit for that. And so, and she's the original my, hot girl. You the original hot girl for real. She was wearing she was out there wearing the cowboy hat before Meg. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> so I'm giving my I'm giving Meg. my flowers. I'm giving my flowers to you. You know, a lot of people want to attribute, you know, China coming in and you know, adding some type of legitimacy. You know, they want to give it to they want to give it to uh Trish, they want to give it to Lita. They always talk about those three, but they never really talk about you. And so I'm giving my flowers to you, Jacqueline Moore, uh you the so, originator. So look, so we both of these wrestlers definitely deserve their flowers. So they're definitely both getting their flowers, but at the end of the day. It can only be one. It's only can be one, man. On Jay Cooley. So it cool. only can be one. But listen, 
Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the person that we don't really talk or speak about. We don't even see, you know, someone that's not still in wrestling signed. I'm gonna go with Jacqueline, you know, the OG from way back. Shout out to Jacqueline, man. Um, she had an incredible six year run with WWE. She is the she was the first African American cruiserweight champion. That's dope. Mm-hmm. And, she did you know, win the cruiserweight champion. Yeah, she won man. Cruiserweight, yo, she was <laughs> yeah. fighting cruiserweight fight, champion, yo. bro. She, fought a, she was fighting yeah. men. She was, yeah, she's, she's not Funaki and She's not talked about. She's not talked about enough. So, um, I want to give my enough. flowers to Jacqueline, man. Shout out to Jacqueline. All right, so shout out to Jacqueline, man. Shout out to Jacqueline. But shout out to Kofi Kingston too. We see you, my brother. Shout out to Kofi. Maybe I'll nominate yeah, you again next you. week. And one day I'm gonna win one of these. You know what I'm saying? Maybe one day. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I no, can't believe I keep winning. It's crazy. I know. You, I didn't, you, I didn't even Goldberg right now, brother. You Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> but no, shout out to Jacqueline. That, Jacqueline definitely deserved it. That was a name I was not expecting. And now that I hear it, yeah. you know, Jacqueline, there's your she thing. I talked about now, enough. <clears throat> at all. At all. Now, we got that, that out the way. We gave our flowers out. Now it's time to give out the Pack em Up Awards, where we pack up she... the worst things in wrestling for the week. And you mm. know who I'm going to pack up this week? I got to pack up your boy, Big Sexy Kevin Nash. And pause that, Big Sexy. I ain't calling oh, him sexy. That was his nickname, man. man. So pause Kevin that. Pause Nash. that. Pause. Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash, bro. my brother. Again. Kevin Nash, my brother. Now, Kevin Nash made some comments about L.A. Knight the other night. He said that it took L.A. Knight 29 years to get over. 29. L.A. Knight's been over in every single company he's in. When he was in Impact, he was over. When he was in NWA, he was over. In NXT, he was over. In WWE, he's over. So... Kevin Nash, stop. But that's not why I'm packing up Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash did what we like to call a sucker move in the black community. He did a sucker move. You know what he did? He exposed a one-on-one conversation with Triple H. Now, I don't know if this was a real conversation or if it was uh, full cap. It, I don't know if it was full cap or if it was a one-on-one conversation. But Kevin Nash claims on his podcast that he called Triple H about L.A. Knight's new deal because he heard that L.A. Knight was trying to get the five-year... He's trying to get the bag. And he says that Triple H told him out of his mouth that L.A. Knight wants way too much money and he needs to realize that he's old. He's just a couple years younger than us and he needs to get his act together because he's pretty much he's copying the past and we're not giving him that type of money. Now, I don't know if this was a real conversation that happened or if Kevin Nash was just talking out of his ass. But if it was a real conversation, Kevin Nash, you a sucker for that. You ain't never supposed wow. to, to expose a one-on-one conversation with another man. On a podcast at that, like, come on, man. Keep that to yourself. If, if that really happened, and I doubt it did, but if it really did, you a whole sucker for exposing that information. So you got to get packed up this week, Kevin Nash. You're still a wrestling legend. I'll never take that away from you. But come on, man. We don't do that. We don't move like that. Maybe that's how y'all move over there. But as a black man, a young black man from West L.A., we don't do that. We don't expose information like that. So you got to get packed up, my brother. Yikes. Yo, Jesus. that's crazy. I didn't know that, man. I didn't, not, I didn't see that. Say, I, I was going to say maybe I could see I could see Triple H saying that. But then again, I'm like, bro, I don't know. And if he did say it, we was never supposed to hear it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Between them. And so I'm, it's, it's, like, like, it's like a part of me wants, a part of me wants to believe it just because I'm like, well, they are friends. They are like best friends. Like so best it's like, friends. But it's so it's like I wouldn't see him having to lie about that and Triple H hearing it. But I'm like, bro, there can't be like, there's no way you would do that thinking that that's fine for business, bro. Like this man right. is 
Like, bro, that just looks bad on Triple H, bro. Why you? Yeah, why you, you might call static with him and his uh, boss. Like, and his boss was wrong with you, dog. Like, Kevin Nash, bro. What Yo, a you a sucker, for real, man. I might have to pack you up too, move. man. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know bro. that at all, dog. Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah, I'm packing up Kevin Ash, man. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's unanimous. This is the yeah. best. Yo, that's unanimous crazy. Man, I was gonna pack up Matt Riddle, but man, I'm, I'm yeah. packing up Kevin. I'm packing up yeah. Kevin Nash, dog. That's crazy. Golly, dog. that's crazy. That, that was the first unanimous pack up in <laughs> wrestling with the homies history. So Kevin bro, that's Nash, crazy dog. And L. A. is that you know like bro, bro. He could. You don't expose one on one conversations. You don't. You just don't. Yo, Kevin Nash. Yo, listen to me. Listen to me. I know you could whoop my ass. You know what I'm saying, but I don't care, bro. Don't don't ruin wrestling for me, bro. Don't ruin it for me, bro. Because if something happened to Hunter because of you, dog. Yo, man. Ugh. Could you imagine if if he loses his job because of you, dog? Bruh. Bruh. That's horrible, bro. We know that ain't gonna happen, but still, man. Like, come on, man. Like, don't put don't put the wrestling fans in jeopardy. Like, bro, we we trying to enjoy a product. I was gonna pack up HBO, but never mind. That's crazy. <laughs> HBO, hey, they get to pack next week then, because I know exactly yeah, why you packing them. <laughs> I, I will say, I will say this though. I will say this though. Um, you know, I gotta play devil's advocate. You know, LA Knight. No, I, I do. I gotta play at some point. Somebody's gotta. Somebody's gotta. You know, be the bigger person. You know, and LA Knight, like, you know, LA Knight's been going on national TV, sending them and subs, taking shots, yeah. taking shots, and it's like. Bro, you on Triple H's television. You, you know what I mean? You know that's his best friend. Like, at a certain point, like, you got to... Somebody got to be the bigger person. And if it ain't going to be Nash, it's got to be you. And people going to talk about you all the time, man. Like, they're going to they gonna make you out to be who you not. And they're going to they gonna throw dirt in your name because you hot. That's the rules of the game. And you got to play the game right, man. Because at the end of the day, you are hot. But just like that, you can be wiped off, you know? And that's the last thing I want to see, man. So somebody gotta somebody gotta play, gotta be the bigger man because he only coming back. He only re, he's only responding to the dig to that what you you're saying yeah. last yeah. year. You know, and they both too old for this. Like Ellen Nice too old. He's like forty two, but Kevin Nash is definitely too old for this. Like, yeah. bro, you you in your late fifties? Why are you exposing one on one conversations with this man's boss? Like, you can yeah, that's, bro, that's horrible. That's, that's horrible. That's nuts. Don't bring Triple H into this crazy. Dog. That's nuts. Yeah, Come on, man. man. Come on, man. And that's it for the Pack It Up Awards. Now, listen, fellas, I got an important announcement to make, man. A very important announcement. Would y'all like to hear it? Yeah, man. You never make announcements. All right. So, listen. Uh-oh. Man. Everybody out there, I have to announce that I need y'all to like, comment, and subscribe on this video. Oh, I need y'all to <laughs> subscribe, 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 subscribe. Let us know how you feel about this podcast because we're here to stay. We ain't going nowhere, my brother. We ain't going nowhere. We want y'all to join us. And again, again, if you want in on this Discord, if you want to talk one-on-one with the Wrestling With The Homie crew, make sure you comment below and let us know you need that Discord, and we'll send you that link speedy. Very speedy, very fast, very quick. And with that, we out of here. This is Wrestling with the Homies. We out of here, baby.